Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Murdo. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take your shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. Hello there. What are you up to? Hey, I'm just here living life. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, I'm always shocked at the amount of people that like see me in real life or something and but they don't really talk to me on social media and they see me in real life and they say something like, "You're always just living life." Like, I'm always admiring how much you're just living life and I can't tell if they're being sincere or shady mm-hmm. like it right. feels like it feels like you're hating on me kind of <laughs> when you say like I'm yes. I've been seeing you <laughs> yes yes you've been it's... seeing me live life because that's literally all I show I only post when I'm traveling or doing something I don't post when yeah. I'm at my house looking dusty right are you going to pay me any mind then like I don't even right. and also I don't care to show you that part because I'm chilling I'm just relaxing maxing relaxing like it's nothing to see here you know what that looks like Period. But when it comes to the experiences, yeah, sometimes I'll be thinking like, wow, I really do be living life when I'm out here. So you should see. <laughs> and it's so funny because my pa- when I just like look at my Instagram profile, it's just picture after picture after picture of me <laughs> and nothing else. Like people put people be put in like nature shots, yes, you know, yes. or like you know other things posting like the sign the hollywood sign or some shit i don't fucking know Mm -hmm. but me no it's just literally pretty much full body shot after full body shot (laughs) me in various locations (laughs) that's me as fuck too like sometimes i remember there was a time where i actually tried to care about that stuff like posting other things as well to diversify the feed but at the same time it's like this is my page. <laughs> it is. And I post so infrequently on my feed that it doesn't really make sense, you know, to just, I don't know, like, yeah. To if you look at, if you look, if you scroll through my feed and looked at the dates, it's like literally months and months in between posts. So it's kind of like, it's always time for a new picture of me when I post a new picture of me. Mm-hmm. Cause y'all ain't seen me in three months. Right. But anyway, hello, we're here. We are living life. We're living life on the podcast. Living la vida loca. (laughs) Last you heard from us. Let me see. When's the last you heard from us? Because. Uh, Well, considering there are still two episodes. waiting to be posted (laughs) listen i'm just here trying to be accountable for my shit uh okay first of all somebody asked me in real life like hey when are y'all dropping another episode i was like oh the people are waiting okay and yeah this will be the third but you know what this is probably like one of the longest breaks we've had in a while you know like we always post episodes we do but this is uh, niggas needed a minute okay we needed a minute to get our shit together and live life a little exactly but i'm i'm actually getting back on track i don't know where What's, Shana is yeah i'm I am. not where she is but i'm getting there <laughs> i'm working towards getting there never have i ever been intimate with a friend's partner while they were still dating no, I've never done that with a friend's partner mm-hmm. while they were still dating. So I basically cheated with my friend's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. No, never. These bitches are out here being ruthless as fuck. Listen, 
Never. Are you going to respond? Are you, is the answer yes for you? I feel like you're skipping on to the next. I haven't. And what you won't do is sit here and give me, <laughs> give me the side eye. <laughs> no, I have not. I feel it like, happens every day. I feel yeah. like that's actually com- com- pretty common. Yeah. But it just and I feel like the savagery like has been happening long before we were here. I know. Uh, never have I ever thought the truth would make a situation better, but it actually made it worse. I've been there. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely <laughs> thought that the truth was going to heal the world. Okay. <laughs> As I was starting with the man in the mirror, and no. <laughs> It really did not go well. And what about you? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've been there. (laughs) Is lying good then? Is lying good in some cases? No. I don't know. I feel no. You just have to live your life right. Live your life with no regrets. Hashtag no regrets. Like, should you be honest, even if it does make the situation worse? Mm. Mm. Yeah, I guess you got to do it. If... You got to do it. But it's better to go in maybe thinking the worst outcome instead of thinking like, oh, no, they're going to take it so good. And like, right. you know, it's going to be so great. Just think like, you know, they could actually be like, fuck you forever. When you say this, is silence lying? I refuse to be a silent witness. I don't know. Silence sometimes. Your mama said, What'd your mama say? If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Mm-hmm. She did tell me that on numerous <laughs> occasions. So, something nice and something true. Silence is silence is a good alternative because you're not not saying anything. Like prime example, last weekend after our big event for work, me and a select group of colleagues went out for a wild night, drank to excess, had a wonderful time. Like literally the most turned up I ever got with any work colleagues probably ever. Mm -hmm. And. One of the colleagues that was not invited was walking one-on-one with me and telling me what they did on Saturday night. And, you know, it was probably one of those instances where I would have, where they would say, oh, I did this on Saturday night. And they'd be like, oh, I just, you know, I stayed in my room or whatever. I just said nothing. You know, because I didn't want to say, you know, oh, we went out and didn't invite you, obviously. And I didn't want to lie either and say that I stayed in my room or something like that. So I just was like, oh, you, you did you have fun? Great. Right. Just like. <laughs> it's about you, <laughs> boo. It's about you. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Some people are just the types of people that like to overshare while others are not. I share on a need to know basis. Yeah. Last one. Uh, this is good. Never have I ever emotionally cheated on a partner. Mm. Honestly, no. But I feel like if I was doing any kind of cheating, it would be that. It would be emotional. I feel like I definitely have in my uh, younger years, for sure. Yeah, maybe in my younger years, too, now that I'm thinking about it. Because, I mean, yeah, like, I definitely feel like I was cheating on my boyfriend in high school with my ex-boyfriend who I really loved, you know? So that's kind of emotional. What is worse to you, physical or emotional cheating? I mean, they both are trash, but I would definitely say emotional. Really? Yeah, because... Because he's really... gaining feelings for this person and like yeah he cares a lot he cares and he cares how they feel too yeah and like wants the best for them and stuff and i just don't have time for that 
So you're saying I don't have time for you wanting to be in this person's life no matter what. Like no. So you're saying emotional or I'm saying emotional. Like I don't want my man to be worried about her feelings. Yeah, yeah like yeah, did literally you see, trying to That reminds me of that shit that was on Instagram about this person sharing this lady sharing a story about her man's mistress dying, oh, dying. Or something and how he oh was my gosh her death and that like, was crazy like, am i crazy to you know no we're getting divorced <laughs> we're getting divorced because what what's not gonna happen is for you to literally be depressed like this over the bitch that she was cheating on me with. Why are we together? Yeah. Right now. Like, what is this? You need to heal from your loss of your loved one. You need to. And I need to heal from this marriage. Because, nigga, you done put me... Hell no. Yep. I refuse to be gaslit in a scenario like that. Wasn't, Wasn't she posting, like, that her man was like, just relax. Like, I just need time. Mm hmm Hell nah. I'm out. And I might be so furious that I try to get you for all you got, too. Mm. I'm not going out nicely. I can't go for that. No. No can do. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. You said you had one, or are you good? Oh, we're good. That was good. So I can't go for that. Here we are in Libra season. I was gonna say, what season is it, y'all? Because right. zodiacs just keep on going, don't they? You know, we're gonna keep it cute and light. Last episode we had, we did discuss Mercury retrograde and the hold that it had on some of us, particularly mm. me. And, you know, as Mercury trailblazes through that night sky, um, <laughs> she's still wildin'. She's still wildin', but, you know, we keep it moving. We, we yeah. move on, we live on, and for Libra season today, we're just gonna talk about the ex, the Libra ex, you know? How, how to get that person back or what are they like when you know it's all said and done like can they be Uh, we we trying to get our libra ex back in our lives yeah right or maybe not maybe you just want to know what the what it's like like is it safe (laughs) like (laughs) it ain't safe it ain't safe you know so well libra exes are Likely to leave their partners a bit bewildered and confused. This, this, you hear a lot. It's a, it's a common theme amongst the Libra exes because before I even continue to read from this book, let me just share a little knowledge of what I know based on the other things that I've read. It's like Libras, they are very um, patient and they can take a lot so you may you know in a relationship or friendship with a libra you may fuck up a lot but they might not react or you feel like oh okay like everything's cool everything's good and you know we're good with that we moved on but you know, they forgive, but they don't forget. And if the shit keeps happening, eventually they do just kind of like wither away. <laughs> they wow. And they'll they, just they'll dip out. Slink, slink out of the room slowly. Right. Sink out of the room slowly and you wouldn't, you wouldn't know what hit you, which is why they tend to leave their partners bewildered and confused. Um, right. But the, but the actual, the real tea right here is that you know, well, yeah, I definitely think that there could be some confusion, but probably if you sat and th- thought about it, you could figure out the real reason. But oh, yeah, it would sure. still be a it would still be a question of or a comment of 
you know, your communication is fucking trash. Like, we should have talked about this when you were first pissed off about it. Mm-hmm. Instead of you piling on. Yeah, exactly. Mm, Libras, that's not nice. Mm-hmm. Some of their strengths, the Libra X, you know, they're knowing. So they be knowing shit. They're so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Right. (laughs) They're They're knowing, so they they definitely be knowing. Right. (laughs) That felt like an Issa moment right there. Um, Yeah. (laughs) They're self-sufficient and self-assured. So basically, they want you to know that just because it's over, I'm all right over here. Right. Know that. Um, self-assured I mean that's a different kind of self-confidence right there right Um, some of their weaknesses though is hurtful confusing and bewildering I'm hearing this word a lot bewildering like yeah it's just it's truly a mystery yeah it's an amazing total off guard guardedness that's just like what I didn't see that coming at all amazing yet confusing right it's just like you're amazed at how confused you are like wow you really got me nigga (coughs) wow you really got me you really got me out here fucked up Mm mhm so yeah it's that establishing a friendship with the Libra X you should know that they are not averse to establishing friendships with their former spouses and lovers. They much prefer having the latter as friends rather than enemies, and they know how to smooth ruffled feathers and grease squeaky wheels in order to make things less awkward for all concerned. Mm, I can see that. Absolutely. Considering that one of my exes, like it pretty much like ended amicably like there was no no harm no foul yeah exactly i'm um, also thinking of my libra friend also a friend of the show lola mm-hmm. the the uh doctor and yeah she definitely is probably friends with a few of her exes mm-hmm. right i feel like when they when we talk about being friends with exes and you know just being able to actually you might be a guest at their wedding your ex's wedding or some shit like if anybody mm. is going to that it's the libra it's the libra yeah absolutely i feel that they can be highly diplomatic weighing and balancing all the complex social and personal forces at play and although their attitudes can be highly selfish they are also able to empathize with others and understand their plight mm-hmm. so yeah and empathetic ass right and one thing you should consider if you ever you know are thinking about getting back with that libra x caught in libra's web perhaps hurt and confused a rebuffed individual might long to get back together. <laughs> Most not rebuffed, right? Right. It doesn't. <laughs> Most often, this longing is neither realistic nor desirable, and Libra X's, being experts in the field, certainly know it. Unless they are in the mood for playing with the feelings of their exes, Libras will put a halt to any attempt to reconcile and will do so with finality. The tendency to play, however, is quite marked in some Libras who delight in admiring their exes in the treacherous quicksands of love and logging. So they, it sounds like they only really look that way, like as far as exes go, as if they trying to play. Right. And they will play games. They are with the shits. Right. That's what it sounds like. Right. But other than that, it sounds like they're not really trying to you know make this a a true re-spark you know rekindling like they have no interest in that yeah you know 
like a lot of signs have a little piece of that in them. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I can really think of that. I, I can think of other signs where I feel like that's even more accurate. But those are just people who play games in general. Like a Gemini or something like that, you know? Mm. But I feel like that's interesting to know that the Libra is with the shits. Right. Even only for a little while. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that was interesting. Yeah. So, have fun, guys. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Have fun? If you're thinking, yeah. Listen, Libra X's, move on, okay? (laughs) Resist the urge to do whatever this bullshit is you're trying to do right now, being friends and this and that. Unless you truly think that you got the juice. If you do... Please hit us up because we want to hear the story from start to finish. Yeah, I, I want to hear a Libra who goes back, who has been back to their ex, and there was something eventful that happened with that. Yeah, like they went back on a on a serious tip to really like expand. Or and, or they went back to play, and their partner came back on a serious tip. Right. Now what? Now what? Did you get trapped or? Now everybody looking stupid. Right. So, let us know. Hit us up, as always, on our social media, at Sign Me Up Podcast. All right. Moving right along to Nosy News. Damn, where's where my phone? Oh, it's right here. Oh man, this this uh, little glass of wine I'm having has just got me over here topsy turvy. All right. Have you watched Dave Chappelle's comedy special? So I have about twenty minutes, thirty minutes left, but let's get into it. Have you been dying laughing the whole time? I have been laughing. Yes, Dave is just a mess. I've been dying i died laughed all the way through no. i watched it late at night and i was in my bed like pausing it having to like catch my breath because dave I was is so truly like i love i really do love dave chappelle because I, I just like how he really implements these nuggets of education along with facts like the way he like the whole part about you know like but he was annoying me with the lbg i'm like my nigga is lg yeah the lbg the lbg was like like, yo how are you deliberately saying it wrong like i felt like he was doing it on purpose yeah yeah, he had to be but it just because that doesn't even roll off the tongue it doesn't not at all it doesn't even feel good for me so it doesn't but anyway i watched it after seeing like someone sent me something about how he you know they're trying to take it down because the lgbt uh community is feeling um you know like fuck out of here but at the same time when i watched it i'm like okay i can see why they would be offended but he's really out here you know admitting to his bullshit too like i feel like if people, know. and I know you still got 20 minutes or so left, which you probably haven't even got to this part, but spoiler alert. The point, uh, if you if you watch the whole thing in its entirety, he says, like, I'm never really coming for the gays at all. Like, I'm not, like, that's never what I'm doing. I'm, I'm coming for white people and white supremacy. Yeah, no, that's literally what he said. He was like, you, he was like, you're gay until you need to be white again. Period. That was really so I his, feel that like was really his whole thing. Like I feel like that kind of neutralizes all the jokes yeah, in my opinion. For, because for it's me like, too, for me too. It, he he mentioned that, and even with the feminist part, like that was real too. Because I mean, yeah. when I think about that, I think about Lena Dunham. Like I mean, loved her with girls, but then yeah. when you think about her from a more real life, yeah, feminist, she's a white woman. Yeah, exactly. It fucking exactly. So honestly, and then when he. <laughs> talking about sojourner and everybody like let's get into it because mm-hmm. what is what how is feminism benefiting me yeah if and, and furthermore you know what i mean i am not opposed to having a male breadwinner in my home so mm-hmm. i'm already going against the feminist values anyway i don't give a fuck <laughs> but anyway um 
I like. No, I do. I do so want far. equal pay for all women. I do want equal pay. Yeah, for all women. yeah, but, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I still do believe in being courted, and I do believe in that hunter's mentality. Mm, yes. Like hunter I, I want. Energy. I, I am in fact drawn to a hunter. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is you gonna hunt and gather, baby, mm-hmm. or not? Right. When you have the for the application, when they ask for the qualities and things, hunter and gatherer. Mm. <laughs> High on the list. High on the list. Like, <laughs> there are certain things, Ooh. like you know, I do understand nature in some ways, and I know that I have the gift of nurturing and all mm-hmm. that stuff. I, I know that that's, that's just what I've been blessed with. Okay. Thanks. So, I mean, you know, but like, like they say, like I do want my equal pay and I do want to be heard. Like y'all not about to just be out here, you know, thinking that making decisions my, and shit yeah. without my, my perspective. Yeah. I feel like agreed. Our ta- yeah. Our talents and skill set and all that stuff. Like it's, it's equal, but we're we're doing different things here. So right, right. And we yeah. should be we should be focused on different things. I don't need to be focused right. on hunting and gathering. Basically. Yeah, and there are some people out here, like some women who are who do have that hunter gatherer like, you know, gene and that like you know talent and trait, and that's good for you. Like we're all doing different things here, you know. Right. And yeah. So anyway, back to the Dave Chappelle shit. Yes, so yes. yeah, I wanted to bring up the outrage. You okay. know, they're they as you mentioned briefly, um the they're called like the black justice black something justice mm-hmm. or black justice something. But they were trying to go up for the gay people mentioning, you know not the gay people, specifically the trans people. But the group was saying that, you know, there are so many black transgender people who are killed every single day. And that was just so offensive. I can't believe Netflix let it rock and this and that. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It's tough. It's tough because I don't really feel that like Dave Chappelle is malicious you know what i mean and i feel like that that also comes i do recognize that like we do have our biases when it comes to dave because like you know we we fuck with him too right but like yeah right at the same time you know it goes back to that whole thing of really every anything that anyone says in this age this era right now it's you know it's canceled we're in the cancellation it's under a microscope yeah it's under a microscope even like you know, like certain things that is said about like black people or like black culture or anything like that. Like there's so many layers of like how people, you know, interpret the shit that's said. But I just feel like, yeah, I don't know. We're, I don't want to say we're sensitive, but at this point, I, I don't really care enough. Like mm-hmm. as far as like what's said and things like that. Like yeah, words mean things, but at the same time, like these niggas have de- desensitized me so much that there's not really anything that can be said that's like gonna have me out here, um, enraged or like <laughs> <laughs> to the point where I like lost control. But yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I I definitely think that it's tough. It's tough. Like I definitely understand why someone could be upset. The one of the jokes that I literally laughed the hardest on <coughs> was whenever he was talking about fighting the lesbian woman in the club, and when he said he was going to tenderize her titties, I literally fell on, on the fucking floor like what do you mean like but then when i think about it through the lens of like violence towards transsexual people i like i don't like it you know what i mean like it's not funny mm-hmm. it's not a joke but yeah. i just feel like it has it, it dave's audience too plays a factor like he's not really doing jokes for people who are going to be 
Like, yeah, let me go out and be like Dave Chappelle and tenderize some ladies. He's titties, all about you know? he's all like, about the dark humor, you know. Yeah, and he's a, he's his audience is people who understand that and have some level of like morality and common sense that they're not going to misconstrue that like how Trump was manipulating all those white people to fucking rush the Capitol. It's not yeah. the same. Right. So with that being said, I, I see both sides. Um, I did hurry up and watch it just in case it got taken down. <laughs> I was I was not trying to miss that shit. But I know Netflix isn't taking that shit down because as we said, it's really about the white people. So Right. I wish they would take that shit down because then we now now we beefing for real. Yeah. I mean, it's got, it's number one right now. It's like trending it like fuck, like niggas want to see it, especially with all the, you know. Wait, it beat out Squid Games? Yeah, like for a set yesterday, it was up on one. It was up for Wow. Yeah. Everybody's Squid, done with Squid Games. Squid now. Games, bitch. Squid Games. Ooh, that's Yo. not even on my list, but that shit was just so, if y'all haven't seen Squid Games, I implore you. The way, please the watch way it immediately. it ended, like. This is the type of shit that I like. Like I love a good a good plot twist. It's great. I felt like they would be wrong to not have a second season. Like we need to know more. Mm. We need more backstory. Like we need so much more and I look forward to what they do next. That's how I feel about Blood and Water too. Like there's Oh, I haven't finished. I haven't finished the new season, so calm down. Yeah, I'm not going to say much except for there is room for, you know, more. Oh, more. Yeah. Blood. 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 And um, okay, well, moving right along to the other things I have written down here. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj is hosting the Real Housewives of Potomac reunion with Andy Cohen. I know you don't watch Housewives, but let's just talk about how Housewives is just part of the culture. Like, it's crazy how reality TV is just, I don't know, like, the crossover between real life and reality TV life is just so interesting to see. But Nicki Minaj obviously has been tuned in. She's a super fan. And she's coming on the reunion. I don't I don't know if she's going to be there for the entire reunion, but she's coming in there to get in the mix, to get in the zone with the girls. And I think that's going to be really good for TV. Nikki? Yeah. Nikki mm. is really funny. Let's see. I have never watched her in that. I way. mean, I, I like, I don't think, remember when she was doing Queen Radio? And there were all those crazy clips where she was like screaming and stuff and like, you know, the Harriet Tubman stuff, like all that, that personality, I feel like she'll let come out for Real Housewives, which I think could be really funny. Mm. I mean, come on, Roman's Revenge, like she's, she's an actor. Yeah. She's really theatrical as fuck. So I just, I'm curious to see what she does for a reality show. Um... Bacon prices are at an all-time high. I just thought that that was crazy. Like, we are really fucked up out here in America eating bacon to excess all COVID to the point where now the price of the pig has gone up, baby. Honestly, a pack of bacon, like, I usually like to get the family pack, and that shit is like $12. It's absurd. It's a, it's absolutely absurd. Like a regular standard pack, dead ass be like six. Niggas $7. be like niggas be like I don't eat pork, but I I don't eat pork, but I eat bacon. <laughs> For real, arguably babe. one of the worst parts of the pig. Like a a pork chop is more lean than a piece of bacon. Hmm. But you know. <laughs> I bought some bacon from Trader Joe's the other day and I did not like it. I wouldn't I will never get bacon from Trader Joe's ever again. You fucked up with that one, didn't you? Yeah, no, I was trying to toe the line because you know, like like I said, bacon prices are at an all time fucking high. So, you know, trying to cut corners thinking that Trader Joe would have the superior product for less. That's a lie. 
I am crying. Or <clears throat> what you can do is get the bacon from the, the deli, the fresh part, and just get a couple slices and cut them in half. Your yeah. Trader Joe's has a deli? Not the Trader Joe's. The, oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. The deli, at the regular at the... grocery store. Last but not least, well, two more things. Donnie is off the Forbes list. Donnie, a.k.a. Donald Trump. I saw this the other day. Um, he's still allegedly worth $2.5 billion, I guess that's with all of his stuff. But uh, evidently, that's $400 million short of the list requirements. So. Mm-hmm. Donnie is no longer on the richest li- man alive list for mm-hmm. where he's been on it for the past 25 years. And mm-hmm. he's also still fighting to get back on Twitter, which I just feel like, you know, give it up. Give right. it up. <laughs> Why are you still trying to get back on Twitter, Donald? <laughs> because What's not he clicking? Wants, What's he, not clicking, he wants to Donald? Use that, he wants to use that mouth, like, you know he's mm. trying to say some crazy shit. He's trying to use those thumbs and get it popping. Mm-hmm. He wanna he wanna stir shit up. That's all. Right. He's been gone for too long. Well, I hope that he stays gone and he can fuck off for life. And that's that on that period. Who? Mm. Um. Also, last but not least, Offset tweeted, damn, I just noted I'm addicted to IG. And I just have to talk about when the when IG was down that day last week. It or showed a lot week, of people's addictions. It really had me feeling disgusting. Right. Like, I would literally close out of the app, swipe over to my text, and swipe <laughs> back <laughs> to the app. IG has a hold on the not not just one community, just like the world. <laughs> that shit had me feeling truly disgusting, like dirty. Mm-hmm. I would close out of the app and be like, what is wrong with you? Right. What are you doing? And then two of our friends saying that they actually had to delete the app off their phone. Mm-hmm. Now you know it's bad. Now you know that's bad. <laughs> they needed a complete reboot. That is just ridiculous. Mm-mm. Yeah, so I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I gotta get a I gotta get a handle on things because I can't go on opening the app every 15 seconds or whatever. Like I just can't live like that. Mm-hmm. I'll literally be typing an email and stop halfway through typing it and go look at IG for what? Why? Why? What's wrong with me? The ADHD. That's what it is. It, oh, medicate me, child. <laughs> I'm actually going to bring that shit up with my therapist in my next session, too, because. Mm-mm. No, sometimes, you know, I, I'm not even going to front. Like, there aren't times where I'm just like, you know, one minute you're like not in it. Not, you're in IG, then you close the app, and just a second later, you find yourself back in there, not even like because you want to be, but just because, like, my hand just moved. My hand it. just went there, and here I am. It's really terrifying, and <laughs> <laughs> we gotta be careful out here. Protect your neck out here. If you we think you don't have careful. a problem, you probably do. <laughs> and let's all work together to break the bad habits because mm. I gotta. I almost feel like I need to read a book or something. Like it's just getting out of hand. Yeah, the book reading. That's a that's a good way. That's a good way, but I don't be reading, so I don't know. Right. Maybe we'll I mean, start, start somewhere. Audio books, yeah. Right. You could start somewhere. But Clark, sidebar, Clark is out in LA reading like self help books. So I'm just like, is that where we are in life now? Thirty years old, self help. Okay. Yeah, I mean, self help is helpful. <laughs> <laughs> You ain't never lied though, for real. Right. Alright, well that's all I have for Nosy News. Alright. Now it's time for two cents, a two cents, mm-hmm, two cents, a two cents, let me hear you now. So here we are, talking about friends and the changing of friend dynamics as we mm. age and go through friends 
bum, 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 bum. How, How many, many of us have them? Friends. The ones we can depend on. <laughs> Honestly, I remember being younger and my sister telling me that, like, you know, she didn't have all her same friends from high school and she didn't have all her same friends from college. And I was just thinking, like, she's just lame. You know, like, she's mm-hmm. just not very social. She's way more introverted than me. You know, I'm just thinking about all these other reasons yeah, why it's... her circle got small. But yeah. now I'm here. And you are starting to see why that could be. And, yeah, you, you know, it's crazy because before we get into that, I just think about, like, my grandmother recently commenting on the fact that, like, so many of the friends that I have from like college or from high school, like I'm still friends with them and like, you know, close to them. And she's just like, wow, that's amazing. And I'm just, it makes me wonder about her and like, well, what happened with you and your friends for you to like, you know, say like, that's amazing that you still have those friends because my point of view is warped a little bit. Like, I don't really know what that's like to really be like you know of course I've had some friends that like maybe things have fell off like it just kind of withered away but uh right yeah like as far as like core friends that I don't know what that's like but yeah I feel like social media probably helped between like our parents or our grandparents generations and now I think Mm. that that really helps keep people in touch like because think about it like Back in the day, niggas would go to college for the semester and, like, just not talk to their friends at all. Like, no contact. Because they weren't in the same town with them. hmm So imagine if you fucking... Like, my mom, for example, she moved out of her state. So, like, literally only two of her friends from childhood, practically, does she have contact with. And that's because it was, like, they were basically her cousins, you know? So it's like, just because she moved out of the town. So I can imagine how your grandma is probably like amazed that we're all still friends because she probably like, you know, started living her life. They started living their life and they just didn't see each other anymore. You know? Right. Yeah. But, um, I will say we, I am blessed. Me and you are both in the same, in the same space where like we still have the majority of our friends from childhood are still in our life. Um, but I have experienced some changing friend dynamics, even within those groups that have lasted a long time. Yeah. And it's been a whirlwind of emotions. I'll say that. Mm hmm. I think that it's kind of like the seven stages of grief or whatever. How many stages of grief? It's an adjustment. I am not sure of the number, but it's definitely an adjustment for sure. Yeah, I feel like it's a lot of, like, you know, you're thinking, like, am I, you know, feelings of FOMO, you know, that type of thing, kind of just, like, am I missing out on having this person in my life? Um, Do they miss me, you know, feeling, like, weird about it, feeling angry that they don't want to be friends or that it's not working out how you want it to work out? Mm Mm-hmm. And then finally, just, you know, accepting that motherfucker, accepting like what has happened, understanding what has happened, and then accepting that is really the place and space that I'm at now. Currently, I've already had all the other like emotions Mm -hmm. and it's peaceful here. It's so peaceful here. Yeah. Not going to hold you. I feel like you have to kind of go through the process to understand all those things but i do think that you can have peace after losing a friend and i and i've said to many people if you don't feel peace after a certain amount of time with losing a friend then maybe you should try to work on it you know what i mean if it's Mm -hmm. still in a place where you could maybe try to work on it or something like that try to communicate try to clear that up and work on it but if you're feeling peaceful as fuck and not worried about it Live your life, sis. Right. Don't think too deep. How have you experienced changing friend dynamics? What's your experience been like? I would say for the most part, like, two of, uh, 
two of my eldest friends, like they, you know, they're married now. So things have changed, not necessarily dramatically, I feel like, because I feel like, you know, one of my friends, no matter what, like she always makes time for like her friends. Like it's always, you know, like whatever you need, whenever you need. However, probably from me wanting to honor that new, you know, addition or new status, like I'm probably not reaching out as much. And it's like, one of my friends even said like, Hey girl, like, you know, just cause I'm married doesn't mean, you know, (laughs) we can't chat. And I was like, you know, you have a point there. So it was really just more like, a reminder and for me too like not to be thinking like too deep about it but it's like I just want to be considerate of people's time and I understand that you know or maybe it's because I'm thinking of it from a place of how I might be living my life if I were you know yeah um in that type of situation so yeah but uh it's really been mainly that like just changing a friend dynamics due to marriage or um what else like like I said like when I was younger just you know doing like being interested in different things like yeah I would say like in college like that happened you know I think we even had a brief conversation about it before like with the whole um, weed situation, you know, like sometimes that could be a lot for people too. So friend dynamics, their change. Yeah. It's not just when friend dynamics change, it's not just as clean. It's not just as clear as like, we're not friends anymore. And that's why the dynamics have changed. Like, that's not what that means. Mm -hmm. It's more so like adjustments are being made, um, on both sides. And just because you used to do something a certain way, doesn't mean yeah. that that's what you're going to do proceeding forward. You could be growing, you know, closer or growing apart. I think another way that friend dynamics change is also like what you share with a person. Hmm. Um, cause like you could still like talk to somebody pretty regularly, but like, you're just not going to be talking about, you know, your anxiety or, like, what you talked about with your therapist. Like, mm-hmm. maybe you just talk to them about, like, the bullshit that you saw on IG or, like, you yeah. know, you just keep it light. Um, that can be a way that you keep the friend in your life but just change it to make it more suitable for what your needs are. Yeah, you mentioned a good point there because there was one thing, actually, when I asked you guys to do an exercise for me for school where it was, like, rating some of my interpersonal skills. Right. And one of the things that mainly everyone had at a three, which is like average, which could be like, it's not horrible, but it's definitely not good. You can do better there. Was the disclosure part in the like risking vulnerability. And mm-hmm. I just thought that that was really interesting because I mean, that can be a way where, you know, friend dynamics would change where it's kind of like, okay, you, you might be, or I might be sharing some, sharing a little more, which could then like, you know, change the dynamics of a friendship. Cause right, not, it's going to make us get closer. <laughs> Cause I'm not being as on, on the surface as I was before. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're digging deeper. Right. <laughs> You're deepening the bond. I definitely feel like you've deepened the bond with me, but I think I probably still gave you a three because it's been a process. And I know you're not like, you're not generally like that. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not something that takes literally a decade to cultivate. You know what I mean? So that's kind of, that probably could still be improved in certain ways. Because I can only imagine what it's like in a romantic relationship. Oh my God. Stress. We're still working through that, breaking that down, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a lot of moving parts there. Yeah. So, that was good. That's interesting. Well, I mean, the the one thing is for certain, two things are for sure. Or even, you know, before, I'm sorry, hold that thought, the two things for sure. Like, even the whole dynamics of, like, you know, 
um, Chantel and like Chantel Jackson and moving from New York, you know, like moving mm-hmm. could even change the dynamics of a relationship. Cause it's like, okay, before you were at a place where you're like, you know, able to stop by, catch up with this person anytime. Right. And then now you're miles and miles apart. You can't really do that anymore. So it's kind of like, you know, sometimes the communication is kind of like not out of sight, out of mind, but you know, it just falls off a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true. I mean, the distance, that's what we were just saying about other generations too. It's like the distance does play a toll. And I feel the same way about Chantel Jackson because Lord knows I just, would love I, if we were in the same city we'd probably hang out every week or like you know pretty regularly mm-hmm. yeah she's another one too that like you know makes time for friends even being in a serious relationship right exactly but you know what i was gonna say was ultimately with all friendships is you gotta do what's best for you because that's the only way you can be good for the re- the friendship you mm-hmm. know so if that means changing how you talk to them or changing the frequency with how much you talk to them or anything like that, you have to do it to make you feel most comfortable because yeah. then that will make the whole situation more comfortable. Get it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. That's all I got. All right. That was good. That was good. That was good. Any final thoughts? Uh, No final thoughts. We're going to wrap this thing on up. And you can always find us on social media, at Sign Me Up Podcast, on Twitter, on Instagram, in our DMs. And if you've listened this far... (laughs) really you're a real one let us message us and let us know that you're you made it this far in the episode i'm at sydney poppins too i'm cheeky bobby and that's another episode of sign me up podcast signing out